Yeah, don't so go taking a shit, baby. <laughs> no, so don't what, go what, taking when, a shit. Don't go taking do a dump, baby. Go, go, what? go. Gentlemen, welcome to the Dillcast, episode two zero. Joining Whoa. me today, Whoa. I'm your lovely host, Mr. Gob Olatula, pronounced Gobolatula. <laughs> Joining me, as usual, is the mighty, mighty man from down under, Mr. Stewart. Jip. Also joining me from down under <laughs> is. The mighty professor Grizz. All right, let's do this. We're dil dilbing. I had to. G'day, I had to g'day, act g'day, as mates. the opposite to Stu's energy on that. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm what is I, I was trying to do an Australian accent because you said it was from down under. Down you under, are, aren't you? I come from a land down under where women glow. Vegemite. Yo, is the men chunder? That's what I've heard. Racism. <laughs> I bloody hate all races. That's not really at all. Boy, my name is Jim Jeffries. <laughs> Jim Jeffries. I'm the an Australian comedian. I'm here to eat glass. That's comedy. <laughs> I'm here to eat glands. Mm-mm. <laughs> Good eh? <laughs> you ever know you ever notice how people of other nationalities act all weird and stupid? That was just British. It just meant British. Oh yeah. Well I mean That's what British comedians like as well though. It it's descended from British. It's so universal. It makes sense. Yeah. It's universal. Oh my problem is You ever noticed how people who are different from you just aren't as good? You ever notice how anyone who's it's, not it's, you uh, sucks at everything and should die? You see, oh, someone, shit, you see someone behaving in a way that's not familiar to you and you go, hang on, what's this cut up to? It's the return of my uh, alter ego, um, uh, Racism <laughs> Jones. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, you you, ever, you ever notice career. how those guys are not quite... <laughs> Like you, I'm thinking maybe they should, you know, keep to their own kind. Is it true that Racism Jones has a lucrative residency in Las Vegas? He's, yeah, he's got a a residency there. Doesn't he live at the Luxor, actually? He actually lives in Mandalay Bay in, in, in a room filled with guns. Waiting for a country music festival. Oh my god! Oh, me too. I actually, I I, I did some. I did thinking about like American hilarious American comedians. I recently realized that I'd never actually seen Carrot Top before. I uh, have seen Carrot Top live before. And and yet you're implying that he's a hilarious American comedian. No, no, listen, he's a he's a the butt of a joke. He's a joke. Like every time I any time I hear anyone talk about Carrot Top, they're talking about how bad he sucks. And I was like, well, I should at least check him out. I should at least see if he's if he sucks or not. So I put some Carrot Top clips on, and you know what? I thought he was quite good, dude. (laughs) I thought he, dude. I thought he was quite charming. I quite liked him. I agree. I I saw like um my folks used to like go to vegas a lot and they would like get these like free comp shows and they were like hey johnny you want to see carrot top i'm like all right i'll see carrot top so i saw carrot top and i was like yeah he's pretty funny he was, I, I mean i don't think did he ever break out the buff. carrot though did he ever break out the <laughs> carrot <laughs> i hear he hardly ever does that anymore no no he's carrot uh, top's famous carrot Got tired Are you talking of it. about? Do you mean his dick? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, I'm talking about an actual oh. goddamn carrot. An actual carrot, because he recently did get his dick out on Instagram. Oh, nice! Accident. Good for him. I hope so. Yeah. Hope you're not. Yeah, joking. he was wearing shorts and he was jogging, and then his full dick just kind of fell off his shorts. Damn. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I've seen Carrot Top's full dick, 
I mean, actually, I knew what I was getting into because someone posted it on Twitter and said, "Look in this video, Carrot Top's full dick falls out." Click here to see it. I was like, "Carrot well, no, Top's full dick out. falls off." <laughs> Change two letters in that. Hey guys, completely... I got the leprosy. I got it. I got the. I got the leprosy, guys. Uh, nothing for that one, huh? Got a touch of the old leprosy. Oh my I god! I just thought. I just when I, I just when I watched it, I just thought like you know this this isn't like fucking you know it's not sure it's not like. Uh, <clears throat> Fucking Martin Short. I don't know what was who's considered a good comedian in America. Um, Bill um, Cosby. It's not fucking yeah. Bill Cosby. He's he's without reproach. Um, Bill Cosby. He's not exactly Bill Cosby, but like I thought he was just kind of like likable, you know. Like, and I liked the dumb humor of his stupid fucking props. Yeah, it's entertaining. I, it was, I liked him. I thought he was all right. And you know what? I'm not. I'm not afraid to say it because I, sirs, am an iconoclast. You know, there you go. I, Good for you. I was talking shit, but I was like talking shit about Carrot Top because I wanted to look cool. I had a VHS when I was a kid that had uh, uh, like a Carrot Top routine on it that my grandma got from Vegas. Was oh, the nice. routine his dick falling out of his shit? It just kept falling out. It was hilarious. He stuck a pinwheel in there and blew on it and made it spin and like did a gyrating hips <laughs> his, dance. It was his awesome. His act is called... This shouldn't be happening. God help me. <laughs> His act is called This Really Hurts, but it's fucking hilarious. Just watch. <laughs> uh, I love anyway, that tape. So, yeah. yeah I, you know, other American comedy I discovered this week, years and years after everyone else did. The Simpsons? No, J- Jiminy Glick, Martin Short's character. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I discovered that because I, I got sent a clip of him saying to Mel Brooks, What's your big beef with the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, and then a clip of him with um, who's Daily Show guy? John Stewart? John Stewart. And he's just fucking pushing donuts into his mouth <laughs> <laughs> while ostensibly doing an interview about John's sincere problems with addiction. Oh, and man. I was like, I can't, I can't believe I never heard of this before. This is so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it is good. Yeah, he used to shit, he used to have his own uh, he used to have his own show uh, where right. he, would, he yeah. would do that shit. He would just go around in the fat suit, just fucking with people. <laughs> it bums me out how it's not like available. I can't find it anywhere. Like just clips and stuff. You can't get that whole show. <laughs> oh, there's another show that's it. super hard to find that I really liked. It was called I'm with Busey. <gasps> oh my god, I used to watch <laughs> that. Name alone. It was it was like. They had Gary Busey come in to try and give this kid like life advice and show him how to be a man, but yeah. oh my god. it was very clearly post head injury. Gary Busey, <laughs> oh my god, it was bizarre. As he shit. was he was intimidating and strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he made the kid oh, uncomfortable man. in like every episode, and you could tell it wasn't scripted. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Fuck, do you uh, remember the show with uh, Ted Nugent where, like, oh, fuck. This is kind of a blur, but, like, he had a bunch of, like, people living with his fucking weird-ass family. Was it Ted then, Nugent's uh, uh, Spirit of the Wild? Some was shit like, like reali- that, Was yeah. it, like, a reality show or something? Yes, it was. Yeah. Was it Surviving Nugent? Yeah, that's. I think it oh, might have been. Oh, Surviving Nugent. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a reality TV series where celebrities travel to Ted Nugent's Texas ranch and live and play by his rules. Apparently. Yep. Oh, geez, you're right. I see that. <laughs> Ted Nugent's rules. Now y'all have a great time here. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what Ted Nugent sounds like. I like that as its only rule. Y'all have a great time. Yeah. You know, y'all go. Y'all. Y'all just better have a great old time. Y'all have a good time. <laughs> he says, holding his compound bow with explosive tipped so arrows. Ted Nugent. <laughs> now, if y'all gonna go out into the wilderness, I'm gonna need you to wear this yellow, <laughs> this bright orange vest, because uh, if I think you're a critter, I'm gonna shoot at you. <laughs> oh man, good old reality oh, shows man. brings me back to um, the fuck that goddamn one with uh, Flavor Flav and uh, oh. Shoot, what's her name? You're not talking about the rehab one, are you? That the, nah, fucking, the fucking rehab house um, show they used to have? Of, was it Flavor of Love? Yeah, it was Flavor, Flavor of, of Love. Love. That was yeah. the one. Bridget, Nils- Bridget Nilsson. Yeah, Br- yeah, that's her. Right. Hmm. Flavor of Love. That's a great idea for a show. 
It was it was interesting, and uh, <laughs> I mean the, real, the, real, the best thing about that show is no matter what was happening, you would always know what time it was. <laughs> Get it? Because he's got a big because he wears because he wears a big clock gob. That's the that's the that's the humor I'm trying to wring out of that one. He also wears a giant cock, so you know that he has a dick. Yeah, and then you always know what time it is. Time to get fucked by Flavor Flav. I, I did some reading on that uh, surviving uh, running wild from Ted Nugent was like another show, apparently. Yeah. Running, oh running for your life, streaming with genuine heartfelt fear yeah. from Ted Nugent. Um, while Ted Nugent tries to kill you. Apparently, the most dangerous game of all. On the previous show, that surviving with Ted Nugent or whatever it was you're talking about, on the previous show, the guy got like 25 grand at a truck for winning that show. But apparently, oh, this this other one uh, was even like more grueling than that, where it was actually like a Survivor show and not just like a hangout with Ted Nugent show. Oh no! And uh, and due to cutbacks, the, the prize was the, the studio didn't tell the them what the prize was for the whole thing, but they they kept hyping it up. It was just a fucking mm. pair of antlers. Jesus, <laughs> that's all they got for being shot at by Ted Nugent with a compound bow. Isn't antler like a really small ant? Uh, no, an antler is kind of like a. Uh, I don't actually. I don't know where this joke is going. It's like a small ant, sure, with horns. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not going to contradict mm. you. I'm just going to go with the fact that it's an ant with horns, and he got a tiny should, one. Should Should we talk about Dilbert now? Yeah, let's bit? rock and roll. Think, should we get? Should we get <laughs> yeah, this going? Okay. Well, like first of all, I want to talk about what happened. Rock and roll. I want to talk... Ted Nugent's dead. We're not talking about Ted Nugent anymore. He's gone. <laughs> he's true. He's um, Ted Nugent now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's Ted no longer alive. <laughs> he's Ted Nugent. Dead Nugent! <laughs> All right. Ted Nugent. Yeah, that's much better. May the 5th, 1989. What happened on May the 5th, 1989? Let's find out, Dilbutants, what happened, okay? Uh, event of interest, apparently. Uh, Mike Tyson, heavyweight boxing champion Mike Tyson gets second speeding ticket for drag racing in Albany, New York. What a what a bad boy. <laughs> well, that's that's, that's, that's got to be the worst thing he ever did. Yeah. What a terrible man. I don't know how his career will recover from this. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully he Tyson, doesn't. Go, go, gosh, goodness sake, Mike Tyson. Yeah, you lead foot. Take your foot off the gas, Mike. You think just because you're so good at beating people up, you can just do whatever you want? <laughs> you can also run Mike. them over? <laughs> you think you can make people submit to your will using your power, Mike? Well, you can't. You can't do it. If, if you God. think Mike Tyson is strong with his hands, well, <laughs> try Mike Tyson with his hands in a car. That's <laughs> you think wrong with his two hands? Wait till you see him with two hands in a car. <laughs> oh. He's trying to drive with his goddamn boxing gloves. How does he, he drive really with fast? those boxing gloves on? To be fair, with the drag race, all you really got to do is go forwards, haven't you? That's true. That's true. Yeah. My Mike Tyson impersonation is like halfway to Scott Adams. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, I mean they have a lot in common in a way. I would say. I mean, Scott Tyson. They both produced. They both produced long-running newspaper comic strips. Oh shit! I was thinking of Charles Schultz. Never mind. Um, Mike Tyson. You know his weird tattoo on his face, right? Yeah. Do you think he got that by accident? He tripped into a tattoo parlor. <laughs> yeah. And they just had a bunch of. Uh, you know, needles. I don't know what they're called. The tattoo needles tattoo running guns. at the same time, mm. and they they just happen to be arranged like that. And he is like, "Oh shit! I fell and hit my face and all these needles at once." And I just made that that, that that pattern. He went up to the manager. He was like, mm. "You you listen here. I'm gonna fucking come at you with two hands in a car if you don't get this tattoo off." And the manager was like. But Mike, look! And he held a mirror up to Iron Mike Tyson, and he's like, "Oh, you know, actually, this looks pretty good. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> that actually looks pretty badass. <laughs> I'm going to keep it." Yeah, exactly. Speak, speak, in other news on this day, um, it's the birthday of the singer Chris Brown, American R&B singer. Oh, Chris Brown. yeah. So, what can we take away from today's events? Is this is the day in which abusers of women? Had things happen to them, I guess. <laughs> One of them entered. Being born. 
<laughs> do you think Chris Brown? Do you think it was abuse to his own mother by coming out of her? I was gonna make that same statement. He abused his mom by coming out of her. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Chris I'm Brown, gonna... if you're listening, I don't care. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. fuck you, Chris Brown. You suck. You yeah. too, Mike Tyson. I'll, I'll never car- forgive your, your Chris <laughs> Brown. <laughs> your cartoon is your cartoon's pretty funny, to be fair. Uh, I do. But, I am a fan of Mike Tyson mysteries. I admit. I really love that show, but I do disapprove of the of your rape conviction. Yeah, um, not a fan. You of that. think he was innocent? I don't know, and I don't want to discuss it. <laughs> Why did you bring it up? This will be viewed as a challenge show? by Mike Tyson. Why does it say I said I disapprove of it. I but why does it say in show notes, I I approve of Mike Tyson? <laughs> Mike's going to track you down, Stu. <laughs> I'm going to find this Stuart He's going to come character. to your flat with two hands and a car. Oh, two hands and a car. I'm going to pulverize you, Stuart. He's going to be like, I did my, I did, I did my time, Mr. Chip. Yeah, please let let kind of man kind of man move on. I'm an honest man, Mister Jip. Let me. I'm an honest man. I did I did my time, Mister Jip. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm sorry, Mike Tyson, but I, 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 while that is true, I still think it's reasonable to find you a dubious a dubious character. And he'll be like, yeah, I suppose that's reasonable. And then he'll, and right, then he'll hit you with a surprise right hook. <laughs> yeah, he'll punch my head clean off. Speaking of dubious. Doobies, weed. Let's talk about bongs and Dilbert. <laughs> he was shaped like one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I just want to say first of all, before we even begin, this this is a bad Dilbert. It's not um, very. It's a weak. It's a weak Dilbert, in my humble opinion. Okay, so I'm gonna be. Uh, can I be? Should I? Should I be the the new character in this one? And. Uh, no way! I'll be the describer, and and I'll be the lawyer. I'm taking on two roles this time. Are all we, right. are we all okay uh, with I'm, that? I'm fine with that. Grizz, you cool with that, Grizz? <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah. Pay attention, Grizz. This is I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm paying attention. I swear. Okay. Uh, right. So, I guess. Yep. Friday, May the fifth, nineteen eighty-nine. Strip panel number one. Uh, now there's a lot to get into here, actually. There's some sort of invention in the center of the panel. It appears... It looks a tiny bit like... Um, well, what, what do you think it looks like? I think it looks like Sputnik with a clown hat. Looks like a weed bong, bro. <laughs> it, it looks like a, it looks like a, uh, a smoker a that a hillbilly bong. built in his backyard. It looks like a, a, a receptacle for the, the drug cigarette known as marijuana. Oh, the no. drug cigarette. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Doug, but standing on a little stool, looking at the invention because it's the only way to get him into the frame. Uh, while Dilbert is also standing there, completely neutrally staring at this invention, and uh, Dogbert begins by saying, "I think you should see a lawyer before unleashing this new invention on mankind." Uh, panel two, caption later, and it's Doug Dilbert. Excuse me at a, a lawyer's office speaking to a lawyer who sat at a desk, which seems to be really high up, judging by the perspective. And Dilbert says, I'm afraid my new invention will expose me to lots of lawsuits. Uh, panel 3, side on view of Dilbert. You can't actually see the lawyer. He's speaking from off panel. Will you advise me? No. Sounds like I could make more money by suing you. Dilb. Dilb. That is a weak Dilbert. It's piss poor. Do you want to <laughs> guess what rating it got from the, the readers? 4.5. Yes, it is 4.5. It's 4.5 again. again. Yeah, and if you want to, there's a little... I've just noticed this for the first time. There's a little button on the bottom right of each strip that lets you buy a collectible archive quality print of it. Whoa. Gross. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Is it? Also, I mean, if um, you're a fan of Dilbert, I, I love that kind of collectible shit. I love that Dilbert. <laughs> now, love if this, that Dilb. now, if this was Calvin and Hobbes, I'd be buying all sorts of comics. Mm, yeah, and you'd be paying through the nose for them too. A Dilbert yeah, costs and only a, a, a Dilbo only costs a buck. <laughs> One but, buck uh, for a Dilbo. <laughs> a buck a Dilb. Buck a Dilb. <laughs> Yo, hand me one of those Dilbos. <laughs> 
on you. You could buy the entire... Um... <laughs> Got your Dilberts oh, on you? Oh, Mike, Ty- Mike Tyson could buy every Dilbert. It's, it's wild. He could buy every Dilbert without even thinking about it. I bet Scott Adams could buy every Dilbert. I imagine he could. I imagine he could, yeah. And has. Um, so what do we think of this um, this trip? I, I, as I've said, I do think it's a very weak effort. It might be one of the worst ones we've had, uh, if not the worst. I think it's yeah. uh, I think it's about as weak as like trying to boil some water and calling it soup. There's just nothing to it. Man, that is weak. I feel like Scott Adams was trying to... Well, let me... Let's see if he can explain it himself. Scott! Hey, Scotty boy. Scotty, you there? I'm gonna get Scott, guys. Don't worry. Okay, no problem. Grizz. Yo. Hello? Do you, do you think, do you think that Mike Tyson would have been a bit near the knuckle? Bit near the knuckle? Yeah, I'd say so. You talking yeah, about... Well, talking about should, Mike Tyson? Do you think I should give a sincere statement? Yeah, we're talking about, I was wondering if my Mike Tyson uh, material was a bit near the knuckle, you know? No, I think it's all right, actually. He 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 made his career being near the knuckle, so... I think well, you, yeah, I mean, I he's used to right. quite literally. What do you anyway, think, Scott? Anyway, why am I here? Scott, I ha- Scott did, here. You ever meet, did you ever meet Mike Tyson, Scott Adams? Yeah, I met Mike Tyson, of course. We hang out all the time. Mike, come here. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck! I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> the bit, the bit, just completely abandoned. <laughs> like, God, like, uh, do I have the, do I have the fortitude or desire right now to alternate between the false voices of Scott Adams and Mike Tyson, <laughs> and then just fuck the whole thing off? Again. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm oh, doing pretty go. good. That's great. I'm Scott Adams. I'm Mike Tyson. Yeah, but I'm Scott Adams. Oh, I'm I am Mike Tyson, the man with two hands in a car. Do you, I have a philosophical question? Um, you know how Norm Macdonald passed away recently? <gasps> what? And he played Pigeon on the Mike Tyson Mysteries, right? Yeah. Do you think that the wrong actor died? Do you think Mike should have died? That's place. that's a mm. that's a hard question, mm. but I will say the show wasn't called Talking Pigeon Mysteries. That's no, true. but it, it, it can't be anymore. I mean, even if they wanted to, I don't think the characters of Young He and the Marquess could really carry the show. No, no, the Marquess of Canterbury is not a strong enough character yeah. to carry that show. He can't carry it. Uh, I'm gonna nice. honor the memory of Norm Macdonald by. I'm going to hire Adam Sandler to do the voice of the fucking bird. (laughs) The fucking bird. (laughs) Not even acknowledging the character as a talking bitch. (laughs) I think he should should do it in the kind of little Mickey voice. Oh, yeah, of course. Hey, I'm a pigeon who likes to fuck. (laughs) I want to spurt. I want to have an an orgasm out of my dick. (laughs) <laughs> I want to see young he in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch. I want to watch that broad take a big shit. I want to mm. go up to the Marquis and tell him get in the flask and <laughs> <laughs> trap him. I want to. I want to go up to the Marquis and say, "Hey, you're 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 gay." <laughs> Hey, how about it? <laughs> Shout outs to all of the people listening who have ever seen Little Nicky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because these jokes are uh, kind of hard Shout without us that. Shout outs to Little Nicky fans. Shout out hey, to Haley. Um, oh, you know what? Shout outs to Big <laughs> Nicky, too, while we're at it. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm the, the, the sequel, but I don't, really, I don't really have the fortitude necessary to act in an evil way. Therein lies the essential. Uh, content of my character. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson hit me in talk- the face with a shovel. <laughs> I got, I got a talking, I got a talking dog, and I gotta learn what it means to be a human before I'm allowed to go back to hell or some shit. I don't know. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> I don't care to do the research. Eh? I love the <laughs> scene from that movie where the dog shoots the rocket out of his cock. I. I- don't remember that. And then he just falls over on his side and goes, that really hurts. 
You know, yeah, one of my favorite that. jokes came out of an, of uh, little Nicky. I, I forget what I haven't seen the movie in so long, but like he's going <laughs> yeah. through all these apartment windows and there's a dude that's just like playing with his nipples. <laughs> that's the joke. He's just like this dude's like, oh, yeah, he's just. I'm not. It, I'm is, not doing it, John, it any justice. No, he, he was. Is it John Lovitz? He, he was like Buffalo. No, no. He, he was like a Buffalo Bill kind of character. Yeah, just yeah. Partying in is his apartment the, with fucking only, midnight horses blaring with his nipples out. The, the only things I remember from that movie: one, uh, the guy who's got tits on his head; uh, two, little Nicky going, "Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome." Oh yeah. Um, and three, I think there's a joke where they play some really friendly record backwards and it has a really satanic message in it. It was uh, Chicago. Oh, was it? Yeah, that's all yeah. I can remember from that movie. Yeah. Did you know there was a Game Boy Color game of Little Nicky? I did not know that. Mm, well, now you do. Now you do know that. Uh, anyway, moving on from Little Nicky talk, would you like to hear some comments on this uh, excellent comment? Read those shits. Please. Okay, you guys ready for a appearance from Zippy9Z? Because this is, is here we go. I'm always ready. Zippy9Z 11 years ago, welcome back to the Dogcast Zippy. He says, I wish I knew what it was because I want to see if Dogbook was sarcastic or truthful. It's like, what the fuck is that thing even? <laughs> it is true. Um, now, Peacemaker has a bit of a what he feels is an insight on this. And he says, to me... Dilbert's invention appears to be some kind of telescope. I suppose it could be anything, but the telescope explains the thing sticking out of the top, the slit on the opposite side, and the potential for lawsuits. We've got a bit of a detective here in Peacemaker, you know. Well, so it's like just got uh, some kind of weird round like camera obscura telescope, hmm. I guess. Yeah. And, and the final comment I'd like to read from 13 years ago. Um, pointy-haired boss, obviously an avowed fan of Dilbert, you know. He says... Wow, right on the money. That is how most lawyers think. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I love these comments. They make me so happy. People just, they just care so much, you know? It's sweet. Um, Question. So, I'm, yeah. I'm, I have to break the, the fourth wall for a second. Grizz, uh, does Stuart sound garbly on Discord to you? I think I might have figured out what the problem was. I had a uh, fucking... Bit torrent running. Uh, oh. That would do it. It was sucking up all your bits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was downloading comedians in cars getting coffee because I love that smug ass show. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jerry Seinfeld. Look at this fucking car. You don't have it, but I do. <laughs> you ever see a car? What's the deal? You What's don't have it because you're a poor coffee. piece of shit. You're a poor piece of shit, and I'm fucking rich as fuck. Tell me, where do you get these beans? I don't know, man. We just get the fucking fuck you. I got a car. Check out this comedian. What's your name? Uh, Dave Chappelle. I got Dave Chappelle with me. Let's go visit Barack Obama. Oh, fucking Jerry Seinfeld. Yeehaw. Oh, uh, what's hey, <laughs> hey there, Jerry? Hey, is that Dave back there? What can I be? Da can I be Dave Chappelle? Yeah, yes. go ahead. I hate trans women. Huh. Whoa! <laughs> that is what he said recently. Dave Chappelle. I actually watched yeah. that special. Yeah, so did I. I watched the whole thing. I, it's a shame because I used to really like Dave Chappelle, but now I, unfortunately, I believe him to be a fucking idiot. He won't let it go. <laughs> do, do you want to? Do you? Do we want to talk about this? Is it too much to talk about? No, uh, maybe it's not. First, honestly, funny. like the last time I enjoyed anything Dave Chappelle made, I saw Dave Chappelle's Block Party in theaters, and I really liked that movie. Two thousand and three. Yeah, never that was it. it. Yeah, I never saw that. Didn't he get the Fugees to reunite or something? Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's pretty tight. My 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 view on the new Dave Chappelle special is he's done material about trans people before, and. I'm not defending that material, but when he's done it before, it has been presented in a structure that could be taken to be a joke. You know, he's actually coming up with material. Yeah, it was actually, you know, doing comedy and not and just shouting was, a yes, political statement. That's, and again, saying, again, ah! again that's, not me, that's not me saying he's right, or it's funny, or it's acceptable. That's just me saying he was doing it under a guise that gives him reasonable doubt in theory until, we, until this new one came out. <laughs> until that's he opened his mouth, yeah. Yes. Now this new one, 
the thing that really fucks me off about it is at the end he tells this story yeah. about this trans woman, uh, Daphne, or Daphne Orr or Daphne Nora or something. I feel bad for not remembering their name. But he tells this whole story as if it's like, this is the ideal, like, trans individual. This is someone who has attained the standards that I deem to be an acceptable trans person. Is someone who not only thinks I'm fucking great, but also gives me a free pass for all of my shitty, offensive jokes. And then that person killed themselves anyway. And and it's like, are you, okay, Dave, are you going to think about what that means at all? Are you going to reflect on that? Or oh, you've dedicated the special to Norm Macdonald. Okay, fair enough. You like what was what was any of this? Like, what? Why did you even? I mean, does do you, does he think that gives him a fucking? It's like when racists say they have black friends, you know. You know what? That's a good. It's, it is. It is like that. It's weak. Yeah. Coming. I, I wish he. I just wish it was fucking funny and good. You know. Plus, I hate turfs anyway, and I get really hit up about it more than I probably should do, but. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just shitty. It's just shitty discrimination, and uh, mm. I don't know. It, it, I, I guess, you know, at least he's public, so we know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's not mean, just, I, like, I think... some secret little, you know, shitty dig that he just takes at people constantly. No, he's out and about walking around with it. At the very least, you know, that's fine. If you want to ex- yeah. be anti this or anti that anti people anti love anti body whatever you want i don't fucking care um you want to be anti yeah, that cool but be plain about it quiet. and you know don't be a, don't be antagonistic i don't fucking care because because yeah, that means because fucking... that, that means you could stay over there with your like-minded haters that's cool yeah stay over there <laughs> he's absolutely obsessed like he um it's like every I feel like every special he's come out with, he's sort of been like, no, wait, wait, wait. But <laughs> it's like, well, the LGBTQ people really hate me. And here's more fucking, <laughs> I don't know. And here's why. And he goes into a 30 well, minute special. He, he Well, it's it's this, uh, this thing I've been thinking about lately, because I know this makes me really simple, but it only occurred to me recently just how stupid it actually is, which is, this idea of you get people like say Ricky Gervais, and I'm not wholesale dumping on Gervais because I don't think he's as bad as this. He's been bad, but I think he's not as bad as this. But this idea that it is brave to attack people who are just vulnerable. Oh like, yeah. Oh, he's speaking. He's being brave. It's he's bravely taking on the fucking minority. Yeah, that's real brave for, what, a fucking multi-millionaire comedian who's considered an absolute master of his craft to make the joke where you just add more letters to LGBT for ages. The- like add some fake letters. That must. That's really fucking funny, Dave. Big humor. That's really strong material. Now, now what do you identify as an attack helicopter? You're just doing the one joke again. <laughs> Lame. No, I wholeheartedly agree. Sorry, I, got, I went off. Like, like not only was it bit. low effort, it it also just lowers the bar. Mm. Yeah, I, but, I mean, I'm a, I'm a hypocrite because there's tons of offensive shit that does make me laugh. You know, it's just when it is so nakedly like, <laughs> I didn't even try. Here's my hatred. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it pissed me off. Yeah, I was I was a bit bummed out. It pissed a lot of but, people uh, off. Hmm. It sucks because when you get pissed off, it just it just mobilize, it just gives more ammo. It just just like oh well, you didn't understand it, you know, you didn't didn't you listen to the Daphne story? It justified everything. It didn't justify shit. You're just an idiot. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. <laughs> it bums me out. I'm sorry. This is supposed to be the fun Dillcast, uh, where we cover actually funny comedy like the Dillcast and <laughs> Carrot Top. Real. Let's talk about, let's go back to a, let's circle back to a real comedian. Let's go back to Carrot Top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in the beginning I'm like, oh, you know what, I think Carrot Top's funny. <laughs> now someone's going to dig up a video of Carrot Top going in like full blackface or something. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. dig on my Carrot face. Top's early minstrel show bits. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Back when, he, back when he actually still used the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, yeah. So funny, uh, comedian Mike Tyson or Dave Chappelle? <laughs> yeah, 
I'm I'm the fucking funny funniest fucking comedian ever. Laugh, he says menacingly. <laughs> yeah. He says laugh and lifts up his fist and everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. "You motherfuckers better start laughing right now. I'm gonna walk into the crowd and just start swinging." <laughs> okay, crowd. Don't make you me get my there. car. I'm gonna walk towards you, and when I do, I'm gonna be doing this. And if you get smacked, it's your own fault. <laughs> if you get a concussion, <laughs> it's your own fault. <laughs> Just walks into the crowd windmilling his arms. Yeah. <laughs> what if you watched a Tyson match on pay-per-view and he just started doing that? Just started windmilling wildly the bell, the in the ring. The bell rings and Tyson's like a, a new technique for Mike Tyson who seems to be flailing and windmilling his arms with his eyes closed. And he gets a lucky hit and just caves the dude's skull in. Oh my god. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Makes me wonder why boxers don't just do that. Let's have Rocky shit in. I just hit him with a little bit of old He sticks both his arms out and just starts spinning around and moving vaguely in the direction of the other guy. And Creed's like, this guy's crazy. I can't predict his moves at all. Don't tell me how I fucking box. Yeah, you come to me, <laughs> Sorry, Apollo Mike. Creed, I'll break, you, I'll break your ribs. I'll break your face. I'll break your ankles. I'll drive a car. <laughs> I hit you with my two hands and my car. <laughs> uh, Guys, I don't think we're going to have time to do keyboards and cubicles in this special comedy discussion episode. We can make of... like one single move. <laughs> we can advance the story like one itty bitty step. Where were we anyway? Yeah, where were we? Uh, you were currently on the executive floor and you were going to find... Um, Oh, right, yeah. Stuart shat all over that poor Lummox's shoes for <laughs> some reason. Why'd you I do did, that? Did. I just, I don't know, man. I was, I'm a monster. I'm a Mike Tyson-style monster. <laughs> poor Lummox. <laughs> you know, you actually did. Uh, I, on, the, on, on that note, I was going to upgrade your office power because I, I realized it was a little underwhelming, uh, Stuart. So, um, yeah, please do. I, I'll take all the upgrades. You can throw uh, so instead, uh, you have access to a company car. <laughs> And nice. and the company parking space is right by the building door. What kind of car has it got? An eight track? A fast uh, one. It has it, it has a cassette deck. Nice. Any cassettes? Uh, it's got some uh, some three doors down, some Matchbox Twenty. Nice. I mean, I got <laughs> some I got share. My copy of Smash. I got my copy of Smash by the Offspring. I could bring that. Uh, uh you can get an Oasis cassette. You can throw out the window. No, yeah, no, no. If he brings Smash by the Offspring, that'll give him too much power because he'll learn that drivers are rude. Such attitude when I show yeah, my piece of crazy things out. I feel like, out. I feel like I'm God. God you stupid, 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 dumb shit, goddamn, goddamn motherfucker. motherfucker. Yeah. And then he'll drive too fast. He can't bring Smash. It's too. I once true. made the lead singer of the Offspring look at me and give me a slightly evil look. It was you were telling thing. me this, and I, I agree yeah, with Dexter Holland. Yeah, he was right to do it. I was being a shithead. I once had tell, tell the uh, story. I once had Tim Heidecker spit a mouthful of chewed up hot dog on me. <laughs> it's not. It's not a very good story. Yours is better. <laughs> well, we were at a. I anyone can tell else, the story anyone for else had you. anything? Anyone else had anything expelled on them by another celebrity? Um, I had uh, a hand expelled on me Ew. that I shook by Morrissey. <laughs> nice. I shook. Uh, and he gave me a nod like, you gave me a good handshake. I was like, thanks, Morrissey. Said, Hi, Morrissey. I agree with all your views. Yeah. To be fair, this is before Morrissey had yeah. any views. Nowadays, <laughs> if he went for the handshake, you would say, all right, but I'm going to make it purposely quite weak. Yeah. <laughs> Give him the... Okay, look, the Offspring story is rubbish. I went to see the Offspring as part of the 2008 Download Festival. I was right at the front because I fucking loved the Offspring when I was a kid. Okay. And fine, they man. said, uh, at one point, Dexter, because they just brought out Rise and Fall, Rage and Grace. And he said, okay, this one's off my new album. And I yelled, like, really loud, play old stuff directly in his face. <laughs> and he gave me this look of just complete contempt. <laughs> and I was like, even in the moment, even in the moment, I was like, yeah, fair fucks, to be honest, that was a kind of a shitty thing to do. Oh Sorry, my Dexter. God. <laughs> My, that's like that's that's fun that's fun I, oh it was my a God. shitty thing to do he just it's he, okay he, he just hits you with those high beam bitch lights and you're like uh yeah i deserve that 
Yeah. yeah. Well, it was just, yeah, I was just like, ah, you know what? In hindsight, immediate hindsight, kind of a kind of a party foul, <laughs> kind of a dick move. Yeah. And he started crying and he's like, he said, there'll be no more songs. I'm not going to play. Well, I, I, was about, I was about to do Beheaded and I don't want to now. Offspring is over. The band is all yelled out. The crowd turns him in and went, gee, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's this guy's fault. Get him. Oh, man. Poor, and that's how poor I Dexter beaten, Holland. That's how I was beaten bloody by 25,000 people. <clears throat> My, uh... My my chewed up hot dog story is funny because um, we went to go see Tim and Eric live in Detroit for my birthday, and I sprung for the front row tickets. Mm. And um, during one of his bits, Tim was uh, just eating hot dogs like a monster, and I don't remember why, <laughs> but he was just cramming them into his mouth and chewing them like full mouth open, eyebrow furrowed, angry chewing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like up on stage right up on the edge of the stage and he's got this mouthful of chewed up hot dog you can tell he's about to spit it and he's like looking around at people <laughs> like who am i gonna pick who am i gonna pick and, and, you, you had your and, mouth open, and i'm waving my mouth. hands and gesturing at myself next to me my husband is shaking his head and waving his arms <laughs> in disapproval <laughs> So he comes oh. and blasts both of us <laughs> with just a mouthful of chewed up Oscar Mayer hot dog, and it was oh. it was really funny. But I think my husband hated it, but it was still funny. That's the best. I was I had a ticket to I was going to go and see Tim Heidecker and Greg Turkington in London a couple Ooh. of years ago, and I had a massive anxiety attack and didn't go. Oh, <laughs> that's a shame. Yeah. I wish I'd gone. I miss. I never. He's never coming back. So I'm, I'm, too, so I'm totally <laughs> What a loser! I missed, I missed some canon on cinema, and I, I, I just, I was like, oh, today's the day. And then I got up, and I was just like thinking about going into London and going on the train and being around loads of people. And I was just like, nah, fuck that. I'm not going. When was this? Uh, like three, two, three, four years ago. Quite a little while ago now. Oh, so it was before plague times. I think no. so. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm really bummed that I didn't go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is my funny story. <laughs> my story well, was seen... also before plague times. I wasn't going to get COVID yeah. from a mouthful of chewed up hot dog. Though it would have been really fucking funny, I guess, if I did. I'm going to start going to things next year. I got Osric Tentacles in December. I got Stuart Lee in January, and I got Sparks in February. And I'm going to take drugs and go fucking mental. Nice. Oh, mental. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> The mm. Tim and Eric Mental. The Tim and Eric was the last show that my wife and I saw before the plague times. And it's funny because um the whole plot of the, the t- last Tim and Eric live show was something called Pork's Disease. <laughs> and it was like this kind of plague-ish thing. And they even like started me- they were like mentioning it's like, uh, this has nothing to do with any other kind of disease that may be coming around and it was a very like funny coincidence, if you could yeah, call it funny. They, they were all they were issuing like a very tongue in cheek disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Although they're they're like, but that's not going to amount to anything. That's not going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, and like a month later, quarantine began. COVID nineteen, more like nobody cares. <laughs> I sh- I'm sure doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I gotta wrap it up. I gotta go. All right. Well, I'm before sorry. we go, we gotta do the ad reads. Yeah, we gotta do the ad reads. Yeah. Before we go, we have some ad reads. Uh, each can of I, us has I, an ad. Can, can um, I send to you guys mine because it's the worst one? I think. Yeah. And I want to end on a strong, funny thing. Okay. Sure. This this is just for like I'll, one I'll, person. I'll to read. read uh, I'll read Stewart's. And I'll read Stewart's. You can read the last one, Gab. Okay. I'm I'm sending. Should I send it privately to Grizz? Yeah, send it to me. Let's see what we got. I'm yeah, but that, Grizz, that doesn't work. Oh, wait, does it, does it work? <clears throat> yeah, it works fine. Okay, okay. I'm fine. sending it to Grizz. Uh, I'm right. trying to send it to Grizz. Uh, it's not letting me. I'm having trouble. This is this is, this is is what happens. Okay, here we go, Grizz. I'm sending it to you privately. I'm sorry that this is not funny and it sucks. That's all right. I mean, sorry, it's a real ad read. It's a real rib tickler of an ad read. Yeah, it's a real ad. It's a real knob tickler. Okay, <laughs> I just sent it to you. All right, so we have... Uh, Ever see something high up? Or just find your path blocked by a high wall 
or other obstacle, then what you need is a new ladder. Simply, <laughs> simply prop ladder securely against the object or surface you wish to scale. Don't feel safe? Have a friend or well-meaning acquaintance hold ladder steady while you make your ascension. All you need to do is place your feet alternately on each sector or rung of ladder until you reach the top. Best of all, once you've completed your high-altitude business atop ladder, you can simply traverse it backwards in order to return to your point of origin. Complex <laughs> climbs? Bring multiple ladders. It's not rocket science. It's ladder science. <laughs> Ladders. A division of the Staircase Company. <laughs> it was good, Stuart. Jesus. Thanks. Thanks, God. <laughs> I mean, it, it, right. it, is, we... it is a resounding endorsement for ladders. And I do have to say, uh, the Staircase Company, thank you very much for putting these out into the public hands. I've gotten some great use out of them over the years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have another uh, commercial read. I think Stuart... Uh, yeah, send it to me. Yeah, I'll read this one. Oh, my. Uh, oh boy. I, I, um... <laughs> Just go for it, man. It's all right. Are you tired of living your day-to-day life smelling like I am like me, Stuart Jip? Why, sire, I've got the ancient home remedy for you. Johnston... <laughs> I'm the worst at reading things because I can't stop laughing. I, I miss- Johnston shares lobster oil. That's right. It's the lobster oil with the name brand only your disgusting mother would recognize. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? My bad, homeboy. I didn't mean to diss you. I got nothing but love for y'all. <laughs> Friends. Gubs, someone has written, say the N-word here, Stuart. I double dog dare you. <laughs> you probably should I share that. <laughs> I'm not going to. Anyway, Johnston shares lobster oil will deham your ass from here to kingdom come. You'll be screaming. <laughs> fire me. Fire me from this godforsaken job. I triple dog dare you pieces of shit. I don't smell like ham anymore. I smell like lobster oil. I will take this to the Supreme Court or Parliament or whatever the fuck my own government thingy is. I, Stuart Jip, proud personal hygiene enthusiast took a solemn oath to uphold the values of Johnston Shears lobster oil. Amen. That's nice. a good ad. So, a um, good ad. do you know where I can buy some of that? I'm sold. Johnston <laughs> Shears hyphen lobster hyphen oil dot. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised they have an online distributor for such a niche product. I'll have to look them up. Well, of course, where else were they going to sell it if it was niche? You haven't thought this through. <laughs> Out of their house. Physically. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. Johnson so, shows Lobster House. I, I wrote one more ad for specifically for Grizz, but I'll, I'll yeah. read it. Oh, I, I don't mind reading it again. No, okay. you can read it if you want. Here, I'll... Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, it bap bap boop 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 Give me a second to send a message to my friend. ba 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 We're doing some, some ad swap here. Okay, I send it. All right. I'm sure you've all heard of dick pills. I know I have. But boy, oh boy, are you going to love the dog shit out of this deal, maestro. <laughs> Introducing Rudy George's ball pills. Enter the bedroom with supreme giant robot piloting confidence. You don't want your husband or wife or brother to see you walking in nude when your balls aren't the size of somewhere in between coconuts or soccer balls. Nah, 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 fuck that. Rudy George has got your back. Or maybe not. After popping a few of these bad bitches, your balls will be so heavy that your sack will stretch to the floor and you'll walk around leaving a gosh darn bloody trail wherever you fucking go. When your grandfather screams at the top of his lungs, How's it hanging? You'll be prepared. If he was talking about your dick and not your balls, you don't want that old fool in your life anyway. Mark my words. Rudy George's ball pills have brought new excitement into my tennis game. I'm Grizz, and I respect all your wishes. Amen. (laughs) There you go. Uh, One final read from Jordan Hembridge. Buy my paper. The end. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> Very brusque. And uh, anyway, uh, I guess it's time for plugs. Yes, uh, Stu Stewie boy from down under. <laughs> what do you got going on? Uh, uh, you can read my comic Mary Hell at maryhellcomic.com. 
You can listen to Retronauts, Alemania Chat, Arsalvania, The Kenneth Chu Show, and of course, The Dillcast on wherever fine podcasts are sold. Uh, I do other stuff, I forget what, Nintendo Life, Push Square. Uh, I'm basically a huge deal. You guys? Uh, <clears throat> you can... Uh, you can read my comic, Please Forgive Me, at plz, the number four, g-i-v-e dot m-e, polesforgive dot me. I do it with my buddy Yosef. It's pretty all right. Um, you can find me on Twitter at gobolatula, g-o-b-o-l-a-t-u-l-a, grizz, baby. What you got going on, man? Uh, I'd actually like to give a shout out to uh, Secret Aardvark brand hot sauce. I love that stuff. And Holy shit, I have that. Apparently they got shafted by the uh, Slice of Sauce Kickstarter. Dang. Uh, but I would love for them to expand their production and sell more of their product, because it's absolutely amazing. I recommend curse, checking curse it out. Curse you, Slice of Sauce. Slice of Sauce is just a fucking piece of shit. If, you, if, if, well, if, like, if anyone here listens nice to Your Kickstarter sauce. Sucks, I'm sure they're familiar with Slice of Sauce. More like bad of sauce. Am I right, you guys? Slice of shit. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, let's wrap this bitch up. (laughs) Let's wrap this slice of shit up and be done with it. Yeah. All right. Slice of sauce. How many Michelin stars? No Michelin stars, but five Bichelin stars. Uh, all right, my dill, dill dear butons, have a wonderful rest of your uh, life. As we always say, same Dilbert time, same Dilbert crime. Bye-bye. I love you. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Go! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.